see you need to start recording stuff without doing an introduction and whatnot so yeah um today uh we sidestepping again and uh because because this is a powerful message and i think it should be should be heard and added upon so um i hope you enjoy uh welcome to dr lovely's couch cafe it's your host dr lovely here niggas niggas as the old people used to say if i had ten thousand tongues i couldn't tell it all (sighs) i'm about to come upon my first contract working with the city So today I got to put the finishing touches on my program. And I have someone backing me up with the court system so that I could start making some coin. Coin. And hopefully get enough people where eventually I can start hiring folks and get more coin. Yes. Yes, I'm so excited. Anyway, um, man, yeah, yeah, it's been a long time coming. And I know, I know niggas didn't believe in me. But, but God did. Yeah, yeah, he did. And I know, I know niggas. You've heard me talk about the excitement of many things coming to pass that did not come to pass. But niggas got connections now. Yay! Let's do it. All right, y'all. So I'm excited. I'm really excited. And 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 um, let's get to it. Let's get to it. You will find it. You will find it. I will find it. The names are are important because these are the men who went out to. Spot. Oh, you can't find it. What tribe was not? Uh, I will try. <laughs> in this county. Lewi. And why is that? Because the Most High God chose that tribe to be his portion. So they were dedicated and set aside for the Most High service, for the tenant meeting, for all the other things that the Levites had to be in charge of. Right? Now, that's an interesting thing, right? Because let's just say um, those who are set aside for God's purpose. And and I've run across a couple of people, right, who have this uh, bloodline. And and they really haven't understood that God will place them amongst wives who are very, um, they're go-getters. And they actually probably often are the ones that make the most cash. But they don't understand that that, that bloodline set them up in a place where they are connected to those type of women. And their purpose, their, their purpose, right, is set aside for God. So... How does that? How does that fit? Yeah, Proverbs thirty-one, woman. She would have been a. She would have been the one for the Lewi, right? The 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 guy the guy, who it who it, who it is. Mind you now, the guy that I date is actually of that bloodline, and and it's really interesting because, um, when you really see how, um, cause cause remember we're disconnected from keeping our traditions. But the spirit of the person and the the way God set things up, they never stop functioning in the way it's supposed to function. 
The problem is, is that we have been disconnected from our heritage and not understand the spiritual aspect to our lives and how it functions. So when you when you see that, right, it's going to be a little bit difficult for a man to understand or get behind um, that type of person. And I don't feel disconnected and um, uh, uh, it's kind of hard to line it up. Right. Or really understand how you keep or how that keeps happening in that in that in that in that arena. But but the, it takes a person to understand what their lineage is and what their purpose is and what God has created them to be, because we're disconnected from our heritage and we're disconnected from our um, our culture. We don't function well in the culture and standard that we're in. You you feel out of place in 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 certain scenarios that go on in your life, and it's very critical for you to understand. This is why you feel out of place. And once you begin to understand the cultural aspect of who you are is a spiritual thing. It's tied to your life in a way. You begin to understand things very differently. And I remember I used to always talk to my kids. You, you, you She's here. Um, about us being black and there's something spiritual about being black. I told them that their whole life, they had to understand that because it, it, there's no other way to see it, right? The, the experiences that we have here, especially in this country, is like no other. But we, I'm going to take me some time to get there. I mean, it takes it because you're grown now. This is different, right? Uh-huh. So, so coming from being a child into an adult, transitioning from that place, you have to find your rhythm and step with your relationship with God. And it requires work. Right. So once you've understood those things, then you, you're capable of beginning to navigate your life effectively. Now, I, I know. I feel like I was more into that, in tune with that when I was younger. Well, because it was easier then, because your parents pretty much is your covering an aspect. But we, we, we man, I was like, to... but all the time when I was in school, sit alone, just find myself talking to myself. By a tree, no less. Interesting. <laughs> Sit by the tree and just talk to myself. So, so, so the interesting thing is, right, when we begin to understand these things, right, collectively, we we gain better understanding of what's happening in the world around us, and it, and I know for him it is very difficult to understand, you know, what I'm connected to. And how to incorporate that in his life. And, and and I'm sure it's very uncomfortable. And I'm sure it's just seem a little extrinsic and, and eccentric, right? Um, but trying to help him to gain that understanding of who he is and where his lineage come from is being really hard, goddamn. But it's just aspects of the culture that is so embedded in us. Because remember, the, the the word tells us that we will be removed from everything um, that represent who we are, right? And all of those aspects of our lives will no longer be the way our ancestors were. And we'd be completely indoctrinated in the culture of another. And it's not the first time. If you, if you really read the Old Testament, you'll see that this happened time and time again. All of the same characteristics, everything that we experience, is pretty much the same. It's not, it hasn't changed. The only thing was, is the duration of the time and how long it took place. The, the first time, the first couple of times, it was short durations, right? 
Um, and the longest time was when they were in Babylon, which was 70 years. But the last captivity would be 430 years, which was longer, right? So when you think about the duration of time and how much you actually lost, because really 70 years, you can lose, but you won't lose the way we lost now, right? You would still have some elders that were children when they went into the captivity that still had or understood some of the old ways, right? And they were still ensured that they would teach those old ways to the next generation. So you wouldn't really lose. But 430 years, shit, you lose everything, especially if they purposefully designed the system in order for you to forget. So you have a very big disconnect of, of your cultural language, your your, your cultural uh, customs, um, and those uh, holy days that you had, right? And you were dis- completely disconnected from it. So now, realizing you're con- disconnected, he said that the only thing that you have is your blood flowing through your veins because he said it would be within. But so it's something within you. There's something within you also that made you understand you were different, Right. You you will hear people say it all the time. I don't know what it was. I always felt different, right? Something was calling me, or something was pulling me, or something um, was was is growing. And I, and I'm I'm never forgetting that his words. I know God have a purpose for my life. But see, you know that, but you're not understanding how that purpose is to go, and why that pulls in you so heavily, right? So understanding, he comes from a Cohen background. That pull. To be a vessel of God is going to always be in his life. But then he has to also understand that the enemy will always be there to make sure you don't come into the fullness of understanding of really who you are and what your purpose really is. So I'm moving on now, goddamn. And Moshe sent them to spy the land of Canaan and said unto them, Get you up here to the south mm-hmm. and go up into the mountains and see the land, what it is. And the people that dwell therein, whether they are strong or weak, whether they are few or many. So now you are a spy. What does it take to be a spy? For one, they couldn't look like Israelites. They had to change their garb. They had to dress like the people of the land. And they sure couldn't come in there all, all of them at once, right? Maybe they split up in twos. Like, yo, we gonna we, once we get there, Don and Isaskar, y'all gonna go over here. These two gonna go over here, these two gonna go over here. So now they got they have to spy out the land. That means you are going to, you know what they say, when in Rome. Do as Romans do. And understand that you had to fit in. But for a time though. Well, they were spying, so yeah. But mind you now, when you take into captivity, and we've com- constantly seen that over and over again when I've been reading about the natives here. They talked about this one very interesting thing, that when the, when the French came here, right, mm-hmm. and they thought they were going to change the way the people were, mm-hmm. they had the mindset to come in and it change people's there. culture, right, when they first came. Yeah. And what actually took place was... They changed the Frenchman? They, yes. And <laughs> their children found that it was more interesting to do the shit that the, uh, that the natives was doing than it. So, mind you now, this happened every time they would send out folks to, to, to colonize this place. They got converted. They were converted into the ways. <laughs> so, you already know they had to come up with a way in order to change our ways, right? And... The very interesting thing is, is I, I got to read this to you because it, 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 I think I read it to someone else, but I didn't read it 
on the last podcast, but it was so interesting, right, to um, to see it because you had been hearing me talk about these things for such a such a um, long time, right? So this right here is an excerpt talking about the Mayans, right? And it says the the Hebrew analogies with the tribes of the north contrasted with the natives of Mexican American um, circumcision sculpting. I mean, scalping. Oh, I was about to say scalping. It's, well, cutting your hair. That's really where that comes from, right? Because when you're mourning, you shave your head. True. So that whole thing about scalping is really skewed because when Israel was in mourning, they always shaved their heads. True. So when you see that, that's the truth, right? Because they did do that, right? All of the natives in, in the North America tend to do that, right? They said before they go to battle. But I think they skew a lot of things that we've come to understand because we're so far removed from it. But let me finish on the crucifixion not known to the natives of the north. Their traditional knowledge of the deluge, meaning the flood. Mm -hmm. Their practice of the law of Moses, the conclusive proofs of the two races. What was it, niggas? I know, God. I know these niggas thought I was tripping when I told you it was t- technically only three races of people on the earth. The white, the black, and those that got mingled in between. But I know, niggas. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, I did talk about this. Yeah. Their practice of the laws of Moses and the, the um, proofs of the two races, the formation of new um, Epochian table, for the history of the ancient America, mind you, niggas, goddamn, they had the history of the early parts of the Americas, meaning these motherfuckers got it. Yes, they do. You already know. The announcement of the historical theory of the first epoch. The Hebrew analogies um, now claim investigation and as women as the first in an in. In in an F, um, affections and in memory, she claims by right upon this, as upon all occasions and normal precedents, the northern mother after childbirth is secluded for a given number of days, just like it is in Torah, varying according to the sex. Um, of the newborn infant, if it was a son, you didn't do it as long. But if it was a daughter, you you had to include longer. Um, yeah, it has everything. So it really does. Yeah, by the laws of Moses and the mothers, purification was at least forty days for a male and eighty days for a female child, which we already know because that's that's Torah, right? And 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 the and the great and it, then it says. The absence of all idols or symbolic devices and the worship of one God, i.e., for example, the great spirit. They do call it that. True. See? Uh huh. They're, they're never pronouncing the name Yahweh, 
but in syllables, yod hey wav hey, niggas. And those separated by long ceremonies, thus truly fulfilling the Hebrew law, thou shalt not take the name Yahuwah, your Yah, in vain. The name with them sounds as if written. Yahowah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and is only pronounced by the Aaron of the tribe, the Levi, and the descendants. Uh huh. In their hymns of rejoicing, the word Hallelujah is distinctly uttered to the foregone analogies is to be added the general and firm belief in the immortal immortality of the soul. But beyond all this of as of proof of their origin as the practice of the great covenant between the almighty father and the patriarch Abraham. What was it, niggas? Was circumcision. And it is italicized with an exclamation point at the end, my niggas. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. You said the fact that uh, if it was a girl, forty days, it was a twenty, eighty days. What if it's twins in for journal? If I don't know, don't be Did funny. Don't don't be funny. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not, I don't know. I don't think there was anyone in there like that. There, you probably extended the, the large amount of days, which is kind of strange. But I know fraternal twins are just as rare. as... It's probably more rare. It's actually more rare than um, identical twins. True. Um, Which means that you just had two separate eggs because they're all fraternal twins with separate sacks, identical twins in in one sack. Mm -hmm. So um, it would probably be the same, the 80 days, because the female is still in there. So you just add the 80 days when it's two of them. No, just the 80-day period because it takes time for the body to, to completely heal. But then, mind you, that it might be slightly different than healing um, than the other. But the thing that really was the crazy part was... Um, uh-uh. The, the craziest part for me was this. Let me read this real quick. Some of the Mexicans um, nation worship idols. And knew not God, meaning there were two separate Mexican nations. They're not all the same. There is one specific group. I don't know who it is. They ain't tell me because this Mexican is down. The Me- Mexico reached all the way up into the to, to North America. Yeah. So um, for they sacrificed human beings to proper proper uh, uh perpetuate their savage deities see mind you we're not told that they have multiple types of um um uh hispanic or or let me not say hispanic mexican or mexican um nations right and they all point to the aztecs and the the mayans but 
The Aztecs came in after. Was it after? Yeah. So, see, what we, we don't realize is there are a lot of, I mean, people coming in and infiltrating as well. So, that also happened in Peru with the Incas. Because the original people before the Incas weren't them. They came in and infiltrated and took over. So it's the same thing. But we don't get to understand these things because they don't really give us a a, a real true history in, in depth, actually. Um, and it says, not so the notable northern, meaning the, the Mexicans or Mexicans in the northern parts of what they considered to be Mexico at the time, which would have been in North America, right? They worship the one God who declared to the first lawgiver, Moshe, thou shall not have no other gods before me and their only human sacrifice is an invader of their land and their birthright. My nigga. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. You heard that shit right. I'm going to say it one more time. Um, See, it said, keep yourself cool. Oh, uh, she, you see what happened with you? Damn. Come on. Okay, yeah. Uh huh. Hold on. Got the part of it right there. Okay. So it said, it said, it said this, right? Ooh, wee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it says, for, uh, for they sacrificed to their deities. It's okay. Wait, wait, wait. Not so the notable northern. Mexicans, the ones that was in North America, they worship the one God who declared to the first lawgiver, Moshe, niggas, just like his name was also found in South America, in Peru, niggas, huh? Thou shall have no other gods before me. And their only human sacrifice is the invader of their lands and their birthright. You coming in to take my shit? What was it? No, goddamn. You about to get it. And anybody that tried to stop us from keeping Torah. So they attacked the, the, the invaders. Yep. And anybody that tried to take away their birthright, they land because it was rightfully theirs. And anybody that tried to stop them from keeping Torah. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. What was that? Ah, sookie. I know y'all niggas. I know y'all niggas thought niggas was tripping. Uh, uh-huh. But niggas don't be tripping. I see. I see. Yeah. It's, it's and check out the people. Check out everything. See how good the land is, how strong the people are. You want to check out the army. You want to get lost. You know, when you go somewhere where you're, you're not supposed to be, they're like, hey, hey, you're, you're, you're trespass. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm lost. I didn't, you know, they have to pretend to not know what's going on. They're Taurus. Mm-hmm. Right? Some sheep. And, that, and what the land is that they dwell in, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. And what cities they are that they dwell in, whether in camps or in strongholds. And what the land is, whether it's fat or lean, whether there was good therein or not. They had to come with a serious report. Don't just come back and tell me, yo, the land was all right, man. We was chilling. It was cool. 
No, he wants detail, a detailed report of the Entry people. Short, the people. You know, is, is, is it fat people? Is it skinny people? Slim people? Are they strong? Do they have camps where they work out? Do they have soldiers? How's the food? Like, is, is the land good for growing? They want to know everything, a detailed report. That's what it means to spy out the land. Don't come and say, yeah, man, it was cool. The water was nice. You know what I mean? It was cool. We could go with, go hang out there. No, I want to know everything. When you go on vacation, before you go on vacation, I'm sure you do a, a, a um, yeah, you research. You want to see what's going on there. You know, what's, what's close by, what's nearby. You don't want to go on vacation and find yourself in a roach motel, you know, around sketchy people. No, you don't want to do that. I love Thomas's English muffins. They really help me make the most of my morning. Do you hear that? The ancient Egyptians understood that they could use sound to reduce their weight and the gravitational effect. Through archaeoacoustic research, we are now close being able to duplicate. Nigga. Around sketchy people. Hold on. No, you don't want to do that. You want to do your due diligence. Yo, somebody sent me. Oh, Scribe had sent me some shit last week of this device they have that can put a picture of Jesus. A hologram, nigga. But it also can talk to you in your mind, goddamn. Nigga. That shit was crazy. It was crazy. It it it, it was it was crazy as hell. Uh, uh, man, technology is crazy. Good courage and bring up the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first right great. Mm -hmm. So they went up and spied out the land from the wilderness of Sin unto Rehob at the entrance of Hamah. Oh, and they went up into the south and came unto Hebron and Achimah. Because today is the time of the first right great. So it's time to go in in search of a plant for planting grapes. Is that what he means? No, it was because they were they were picking, so that meant they were really busy getting the grapes put together to to start the process for wine. And mind you, if it's California, <laughs> they do have a lot of vineyards. That's where all the vineyards are. <laughs> Mostly most are. Them. The, no, they, they, they've been there for the longest time, but actually, California the harvests the most. The, the majority of the grapes that we get is mostly from there. California? They have a large production, <coughs> excuse me, of grapes there. All those two? Yes, I heard. I didn't know about that. So they have large the olive groves. Mm hmm. Yeah. And some people were saying that because it, it's, it's... The children of Anak were there. Mm -hmm. Now Hebron was built seven years before... And we already know the children of Anak are giants. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So they were in a giant village. Yeah, because remember the largest numbers are found on that. On that on, it's a lot of them found on that side, too. But remember, but the, all of the large places... Yosemite is up north, and that's where the big old ass trees and all the shit is found in there. 
and some hell of a shit going on over there. Oh, I got to see this place. I'm probably planning a trip next year, though. Okay, so... I was looking for a place to go for my birthday. That might be a good place to go. They mentioned Achiman, Shesha, Tama, the children of Anach, the Anachim. Mm-hmm. They mentioned them because they were warriors, mm-hmm. right? So they were they were. They weren't just warriors. They were giants. They had to know, like what we're up against, yeah, right? Because when the Most High God says, "Hey, go in there and take that land," y'all better know what you up against. You got to know your opponent. That's basically what they're doing. And then check it out. It said, they bore a cluster of grapes Mm -hmm. on a pole. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about the little New York City grapes that we get and we... You mean you had to get a pole and I'm carrying one end and another guy behind me is carrying another end? Mm -hmm. These grapes had to look like oranges. They said they were big as your head. Amazing. That's what I said they were as big as my head. But when the land is, is being grapes. cared for by the Most mm-hmm. High God, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. He said, my eyes are forever on the that's land. Right. Tom she. That place was called the Valley of Eshcol because of the cluster which the children of Israel cut down from thence. And they returned from spying out the land at the end of 40 days. Mm-hmm. And they went and came to Moshe and to Aharon and to all the congregation of the children of Israel. Unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh. Okay, so now we understand that seven is an important number in our lives, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We understand that 40 is an important number in our lives. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, 40 was the time that they took to spy out this land. 40 days is a is pretty good time period to, you know, get to know yeah. a, a place, an area. And let's see what happens when they get back. And brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And mm-hmm. they told them and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. Indeed. And this is the fruit of it. They came How back with grapes? The people. Mm-hmm. Those are the grapes they got from the, the place. Mm-hmm. But mind you now, think about it. <laughs> Down here is some very good soil. It is. But it's really good, rich lands back where we came from. They, the largest number of production comes from where we used to live. They do have a lot of produce. That dwell in the land are figs, and the cities are fortified. And very great, and moreover, we saw the children of our not there. Amalek dwelt in the land of the south, and the Hittite, and the Jebusite, and the Amorite dwelt in the mountains, and the Canaanite dwelt by the sea, and along by the side of the Jordan. Hold on. All them names, niggas, all them names are the same nations that helped that man overthrow our ass. Just know that shit. Just know that. <laughs> These are prince men. These are princely men. They wasn't punks. So, what happened to their heart? That fear got out. They start looking at the opponent like... I mean, if you saw Giants niggas, goddamn, I'm sure you would have been scared too, now, goddamn it. It's very discouraging. I mean, I don't know if you can handle that. Yo, 
I, I seen a picture the other day of a giant and that nigga was the 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 one giant with the beard. Yeah, mm. nigga. My name was huge. He was big as a building. Nigga, nigga, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> bigger than the building. Yo, yo, listen, listen. I ain't lying. I ain't lying. That was a real person. Nigga, nigga. That was a real that picture. That was a real picture, nigga. <laughs> it was a black and white, but it was a real was picture, real picture, nigga. <laughs> I tell you, nigga, damn. <laughs> if you see that nigga got there, either he was amongst a bunch of midgets or something, I don't know. Cause damn, that nigga was tall. He's, he's taller than his apartment. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I was looking at his mouth, right? Cause there are some natives. There's some story about Native Americans talking about how they like like tackle tight shit. You know, like on the on the on the cartoon Attack on Titan, they just pick up people and bite their heads off, nigga. That's how big his ass was. No lie. You, you seen it run too? Nigga. Okay, they don't make no, no, no joke. I mean, how do I you... mean those? But, but those were not. Those weren't any threat, though. Nigga, they nigga. were a threat, but you know. Nigga, how do you run from that? <laughs> what the fuck? Those don't. Yeah, the fuck. Those don't play from that shit. And, but it's and, not as big as the and, and and it's like all these pictures of these Egyptians and shit, what not, goddamn nigga. I'm just oh, saying, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, what you think? I mean, I, 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 I nigga. I mean, it's the, the Egyptian hieroglyphs, the one with the palm tree. Yes, <laughs> and the, the one that tree. was big as goddamn elephants, nigga. Goddamn, I'm like, like his head reached over the palm tree. Mind you. You know, somebody went and looked up the horse. Like, yeah, it's a particular type of horse. I think we killed them all. Nah, y'all ass killed all the motherfucking horses and shit when y'all got here. It was big ass. That horse, that, that horse's was neck huge. was thick as a mother. Thick. I, 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 I'm just telling you, he was big. Not just the neck, hell. the legs. Hey, yo, do you remember the movie of? Uh, oh, remember the? There's, there's a there's a tale about the 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 axe swinging. Oh, that guy. With the with the big ass bison, the bison, yes. What was the name of him? It wasn't Davy Crockett. Are you sure it was a bison or was it a bull? It was a it, it was, was a bull. Well, they were bisons because they said they had large bison too. Yeah, long horns. Yeah, long um, it, and they called him Blue. You remember the the, yes. the story? And so you thinking it's a tall tale? Hell no, niggas. Goddamn, he was a lumberjack. He was a lumberjack. Yeah, they raised him as a baby. Yes. He was dropped off. Yep. And he was big as hell. He was big. And he had a big baby. ass he had a big ass bull or and a bison had, that he carried with him. It was a blue bull. It was a blue bull. He kept growing. Yes. It was really hard. Yep. But the village raised him. The whole it took the whole village to raise him. And they had to feed his ass. They had to feed him. Oh man. You remember the story now, I do. And that fear took over. It took over them. Yeah, they came back and they said the land is great. The the the, the food, this is the food that we brought back, and you know it's a land flowing with milk and honey. I I told y'all about the story how I really thought they had rivers of honey and milk mm. in Israel, but yeah, that means the land was fat. It was rich. It was rich. 
But here's the other side of it. He said the people are fierce. They're giants. Tamshi. And Caleb still the people toward Moshe and said, we should go up at once and mm. possess it. We are well able to overcome it. Hold on. So Caleb, in the midst of all of they, you know, they talking bad and trying to put fear in the people. Caleb said, no, 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 no. Yo, we got to go up right now. We, we could do Paul this. Bunyan. We could take them. Paul Bunyan. The type of heart that he had was different. You're ready with an ox. Okay, listen. So we talked about Caleb the last podcast, right? The one that was like, it's been five years. This is the precursor before that time. It's been five years, and I've been waiting on to get my land. My inheritance. I ain't got time to wait for them. I'm going to go get my stuff. They can keep being scared. I'm all right. Think about that. Think about how fear paralyzes us. Seriously. Our fears get in the way of a lot of progress in life. You don't understand how long it took me to get here. A lot of trial and error. And I'm telling you, when I walked in my, in my, in my job on Friday and I passed that, that um, the first part of my lesson plan to the attorney and I walked away and came back, he said, how fast can you finish this up? I said, huh? He said, I know a lot of judges would be excited to send you everything you need. How long will it take you? I said, I can have it to you by Friday. I worked on that shit till last, uh, all night last night. I have the last piece to be finished up today. Once I'm done with it today, I'll be even sent that to him by the end of the week. But the thing that really threw me for a loop was when he said, and make sure you set up the proposal of how much it's going to cost you. Father, what was it? Nigga. I was speechless, but I was so happy walking out of that, that class, that, that room that day. Because it took me so long to get here. So my next step is to finish up my, my, my grief counseling for these kids so I can knock this out the park. So after that meeting on Wednesday... And they told me they're going to give me an office and I can use their facilities to host my classes and stuff there. God was just putting it all together. So I have a building. And now I have the connection to be able to bring the money in. You don't even know. It took a long time to get here. Because he understood that what they're doing right now, they're trying to destroy the people internally. Once you destroy a people eternity, you could take them over physically. Exactly. If you look at our situation here in the United States of America. God! And, and when you really think about it, right? Seriously? Um, 
seriously, right? Psychologically, where our people is. Like today, I just saw a man in a tutu taking a picture with his child. And I know most people will be like, oh, that's so sweet. We become a people who have standards, right? And and principle. If you if you just look back in history from about the forties, fifties up until about the sixties, and the way we were, we took pride in shit. We took pride in where we came from. We taught our children values and morals and 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 principle, and and now we don't teach them shit. <clears throat> I I I I'm I'm glad that God allowed me to see something my last year of teaching, seriously, because working in the white schools in Alabama showed me something. That set a fire in me to get my school up and running, to continue on writing these programs, and to make an impact in this community. Because the shit I saw was like night and day of how I was raised versus what I see today. I I mean, is is how did we become? Well, I know how. Goddamn, I'm just. I, I don't know. Like, how did we become the people that kill a mom and cut them into pieces and put them on the barbecue people? Cause that's some that's yeah put them on the barbecue type people you remember the article that that shit like like that is not a nigga shit to do but i learned something very interesting um last night but it'll be coming soon all right let's just go on with it got dog take the biggest the biggest biggest slave muscular and you beat him in the sight of all the other slaves they, they did not beat them. They literally um, violated them. They did. And the Everyone. sign of, of uh, the strongest black man being broken was they sagged their pants to show that he had been entered. That's all they and did. that was the lowest form Of taking a black man and breaking him all the way down to the point where somebody um, sodomized him. They did that in front of everybody to remove his dignity. Yes, and so now they people... They put their sons in the front to see. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now we willingly... Do you understand the psychological breaking of a people when we, our sons, literally 
sag their pants and not understand where that shit comes from. That is a whole nother level of psychological warfare. You you not understanding how mind raped we've become as a people. Oh no, that's that's because it it happened in jail. The the, the you, you understand the cycle of it. Exactly. Yeah. So no, it meant that they were. That's exactly yeah. Okay. So. See, symbology is everything. And I think the thing about it is we we disconnect the symbology of things in order to function in life. And you cannot take away from the root meaning of anything. That is a truth that we don't want to recognize as a people. refuse to. Then uh, niggas just like you can't like like really. I was talking to Roland, and you know Roland is so jaded, and rightly so, because every time he tell me more of his story, the more I'm like, damn nigga, goddamn, damn, you 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 you, <sighs> nigga, women can be so fucking cruel. Listening to him had me checking my own ass and searching my own heart to realize, to see if I be saying and doing some fucked up shit. You you know, there's nothing worse than a woman implanting in a child's mind that, that they've been violated by their own father like how rude and how fucking cold and manipulative and vindictive can a woman be that is like the worst shit anybody can say or do I, and it's funny because i was watching a story too just yesterday about this cult they had some christian cult that this woman created a church about weight loss or something and the lady said her husband literally did the same thing to her in order to keep the child so that she couldn't leave the state with her. It was his way of making sure that the babe, that she couldn't leave. And I'm saying to myself. That's, you are, that's the lowest possible person one can be. To 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 insinuate because now he can't. It, it it's the thing that's like you being extra careful or cautious around. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody's already implanted an idea, so it makes you uncomfortable. Nigga, nigga, women. Fuck it, nigga people, the things in which we do to one another is so fucked up. Damn. When they're strong with each other, so 
nigga, like, I've always been that person that try to figure out why a person would kill themselves and the other person because they left them. I I, I don't understand that uh, at all. Because, but then truly what it is, is that person is their possession. And when you have a possession and someone tries to take it, ownership of your possession, then it's easy to break it. It's easy for me to just remove it. But a lot of times they just kill the person. They don't kill their own ass. They said they were going to, but they changed their mind. No, no, I just want nobody to have my toy. Yeah, if I can't have it, anyone can. Obsession. Possession. The things we... We do... And like I, I feel like it's so much easier to uplift each other and 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 you know, be there for one another. And if 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 people, you know, don't want you in their life, then you 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 let go. I I I myself. It's 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 hard. You know to to let go. Um, but but I'm 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 coming to the conclusion of a. Of being okay with it, right? Because if somebody don't want you in their life, you 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 just go ahead and you let them be. Yeah, you don't have to change after that. No. And be okay with it, because people will uh, let you know whether or not they want you in their life or not by their actions. They will. So when someone separates themselves from you, then you know they don't want you around. Would you like to would you like to divulge? The when you find it, let me know. They ain't gonna be so fast to jump up in master's face. Mm. You take their spirit away from them. Mm -hmm. Because our physical attributes are amazing. Mm -hmm. We can fight. We can run. We can jump. We're we're natural warriors. But when you take the spirit of the people, you can't fight. Your courage just made you a little boy. But you six foot five, 250 pounds. That fear just took over. Time sheet. But the men that went up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they spread an evil report of the land, which they had spied out unto the truth of Israel, saying, the land through which we have passed the spied out is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are greater and are in great cigar. All the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, who come up the Nephilim, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. Now He said they was the size of grasshoppers now, goddamn. And as you said, or as I said with that picture, goddamn I saw. They look like grasshoppers, did they not? Yeah. What what you got?
is never let a man tell you or show you more than once that they don't want you. So if I even feel a piece of like, I abort, I block, I dismiss myself. You're teasing me, you were teased. I had a little butterflies, but not anymore. I back down. I remove myself from the situation. I don't need you. I don't really want you anymore because you showed me what I would get in this. So I back down. Oh, all right. Just some powerful words right there. That is. That is right there. I've already showed you what this was about. Oh. They're playing games. they teasing you. You've already showed me what this relationship is about. Oh, no. Show me what the relationship would be yeah. like based on Based the on actions. your actions and what you're doing. Yes. You're playing games. I'm not for it. It's not if even you a... you want me, you want me. If you I, I, don't, I, I, you don't. Pause. I don't always think it's about games because some people are fearful or some people are afraid of what could take place. So I guess it's just how you read it and put it all together, but it gets to a point where one gets tired. Yeah. Uh So um, I got up this morning and made my mind up that I'm ready to move on and, um, and let go. So, um, Yeah. That? Uh, if, if someone yeah, wants to be in a relationship, they'll put forth the effort, the effort to make sure it's done. So moving on now, goddamn. Maybe these men weren't punks. Maybe they wasn't. Maybe they did have heart, but for whatever reason, this is the report that they bought. For I don't know what the I think the thing about it is, and this is why we can't really fathom or understand what they experienced. Now, because most people equate what they call giants as somebody like six feet tall. And that's not the fuck what that was. You understand what I'm saying? It it was not that. If it was just a regular ass man they wouldn't have been that scared. And remember, some weeks back, because I went over this before, but remember some weeks back, I explained exactly how tall Goliath's shield was. It was the size of a man, an average man, right? An average man is about five, eight, Five nine, and if the height of the shield was that size, it's a big shield. It's heavy too, so he had to be able to carry it with him. So the shield itself was his guard against anybody big. You can only imagine the sword too. So, yes, because there are plenty of them. Um. So when you when you really think about that, right? Because remember, Goliath was one of those Anakims. Yes, he was. So if you have a large number of them motherfuckers, you you try to figure out what we gonna do against them. But see, the problem with Israel was this. God always showed out for them. Remember, they never really had to do any work. They if you read the Bible really seriously, they didn't do much. They didn't fight, really. He was always 
the one that intervened for them. Remember the last time we, we, we read in Isaiah that that the hailstone killed most of the people. Yeah. So all they had to do was go in and get them because most of them was injured. They just got to go in and get it. I mean, you feel what I'm saying? So like at the end of the day, there were aspects where God moved on their behalves that they weren't, they really didn't have to do the work. All they had to do was just trust God will see them through it. Usually all the battles that they had to just go in and kill them, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but their fear of the most high wasn't there at that point. The trust in the Most High wasn't there at that point. True. So they believed that they couldn't do, they couldn't complete the assignment. Mm. Fear will kill you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in this world that walk around in fear. There's a lot of people that are scared to leave their house because of fear. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember what COVID was, right? Yeah. Was that fear? Nah, you remember all the people dropping dead? Outside all no, over the that was fear, right? That's most people, especially church-going people. Well, yeah. Most fearful. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Everybody turned into a uh, to cleaning. They were cleaning everything. The first ones to get vaccinated. And then all the media, all the videos, mm-hmm. all the everything just put us more in fear. That was some real fear. They put fear in the people. They did. They put fear in some people because my ass was around here was, all over the time. I was time, going like. out without a mask until I was told to. Well, we had no choice then. I didn't goddamn. have a choice. We needed every, us in the store. Remember, every, remember, everybody was wiping down everything they brought in the house. Yeah. And they took they our hearts. So when it was time to get a jab, if you don't get this jab, you're going to die. Everybody was out there. Like, Just doing that. Roll up my sleeves, walking around with stickers. I'm proud to get my jab. <laughs> you see my sticker? Right. Once they put fear in you, they can do anything. They control you. Mm-hmm. Remember, we are. Well, this is a people that are coming out of Egypt. We're not a sovereign nation. These people were born slaves. We were born slaves in the United States of America. Where is our courage? If we keep being fearful of everything, we're never going to get out of this situation. It takes a Khaled and your Yehoshua to stand up. Or we're going to be slaves forever. And this is what Khaled is telling them. Y'all want to be slaves forever? Y'all don't even know what it is to be free. You don't even know yourself. Because you didn't even get a chance to get to know yourself. You can't get to know yourself if you're always under the hand of the oppressor. You don't even know the heights that you can go. Tumshi. Chapter 14. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried. And all the people wept that night. Mm-hmm. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moshe and against Aaron. Here we go again. We always taking it out on Moshe. As if we weren't there to see the cloud, the pillar of cloud, the pillar of fire. Who sees that? Who see who walks through open water? The water stood up and parted so that you can walk through it. And the Most High destroyed Pharaoh and his, and his company. We saw all of these things. These are the same people. 
They saw all of these things. All the wonders. They were there when the Most High God killed all the firstborn of Egypt. You know, it's, it's like having a vision and nobody else can see the vision that you have. And y'all, you keep trying to bring people in on the, the vision and they don't really understand. It's the same thing. Learning how... You either want me or you... What you doing? Oh. Just turning my phone. Oh. It's the same. Um, and a lot of time it's fear. It's fear of the unknown. And a lot of people tell you, I'm not afraid. We talked about this in my anger management class um, on, on Friday. And I, I said, it's so funny when people, you can clearly tell when somebody's angry, right? And you say, well, what, why are you mad? Well, I'm not mad. But your expressions and the way your tone is, is aggressive so instead of saying why you're upset and having the dialogue you just tune it out and stuff it down which doesn't assist men always stuff their feelings they never express their anger they never express their sadness they never express they're hurt. They never express um, their love. They keep everything hidden down inside. Mm -hmm. And and seriously, you wonder why so many black men right now is increasing in suicide? It's because y'all hold every fucking thing inside and y'all don't sit down and have the motherfucking dialogue like you should. And yes, I said it. And yes, I meant it. And I'm here to represent it because that deserve, that that cursing. Yeah, you, you need that. So as we sitting in the classroom, because there ain't nothing but men. Because you live in a time where people don't even want to, where they, they, they close off what you feel. Men don't have a voice right now. Right. I was laughing because someone um, posted a, a thing on Facebook saying, if your sex life was bad with your spouse, would you what would you do? And I said... Is that all I'm getting married for? And, and everybody said they would leave or cheat. And the first thing came to my mind was, oh, y'all niggas in y'all flesh. Wow. That's really heartless. But this is the people we become. Because everything you're fed today feeds a selfish ideology. And people gravitated toward it because y'all motherfuckers are selfish. Anytime you do something out where you where you don't think about somebody else, then you got a problem. It's it's like um when when my when when a boo would get mad and and and, and I know he would want to retaliate and I'm like no you got too much to lose. I understand you mad you rightly mad. And what happened to you was an unjust thing. But still, your actions, you have to think about all that you have to lose before you make decisions. See, most nigga women will be behind your side and be like, yeah, kick that motherfucker. No, goddammit, you got too much. When you got shit to lose, a real woman is going to tell you, baby, no. Stop you. 
You got too much to lose. You've worked too hard to get here. And you're valid in what you feel. But don't let somebody come in and take away all that you worked hard to get to. Moving on, goddamn. Human. But we still murmur against Moshe Tashi. And the whole congregation said it to them. Would that we had died in the land of Egypt. Or would we had died in this wilderness. And wherefore doth Jehovah bring us into this land. To fall by the sword. Our wives and our little ones will be a prey. Were it not better for us to return into Egypt? Yeah. Because we scared. Fear. Yeah. Here we go with another damn commercial, as always. Because we scared. Fear. Moses, why you want to bring us out here? We was good in Egypt. We had food every day. Now you got us eating manna. When we want water, we got to ask you, you got to hit the rock. Bring us water. At least Pharaoh gave us leeks and onions, and we had all of these wonderful things in Egypt. Moses. Now you want to now you want to slay us. You want to send us into this land so we can get killed. Our babies. Let's see what that what, what happens. Now ain't that something? You got somebody believing in you. Knowing that you could do something, but you're constantly saying what you can't do. Fear will stop us from getting everything we need. Things that are due to us, things we've worked hard to get to. Things we prayed for, things we sought God in. A lot of times we forget the shit we ask God for. Then when he brings it to us, we reject it. We cast it down, give it away, we trample on it, we get mad at it, we speak against it. And then he said one to another, let us make a cap and let us return into Egypt. Mm. You see that? Mm -hmm. That ain't some slaves. <laughs> that ain't some slaves. Hey, Masa. Uh, uh, Billy Joe and, and, and Jonathan, they, I saw them, they left and they went that way toward the other. And yeah, they, they left the plantation, Marcel. Hmm. That's what they are. Ready to go back to Egypt. Yes, sir, Marcel, I, I, I could show you where, where they went. We sick. Marcel sick, we sick. Slaves. Tumshi. Then Moshe and Aharon fell mm. on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. Moshe and Aharon. Moshe, it's hard to categorize Moshe because he was a, such a different person. He was a higher being. How we say he, he operates on a higher frequency? Yep. Moshe operates on a high frequency he's not like you and me he was different he was wired different 
He loved his people. So he fell on his face because he loved his people. I want to save y'all. Can't we get right? Let's get right. I'm not trying to kill y'all. Y'all got to trust in the most high. And then Moshe knows, listen, you're not going against me. You're going against the one who can kill you. He's pleading with them. Tumshi. And Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Yefune, who of them that spied out the land, went their clothes, and they spoke unto all the congregation. And this is what they said. Are y'all crazy? Y'all want to be slaves for the rest of your lives? They rent their clothes, and they like going mad. What's wrong with us? We're going to die if we stay here. Y'all really, want to go back to Egypt? Are y'all nuts? And they're going off on these people. How many times have you heard me talk about how I get a word and, 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 and people, people reject it. The word come forth and extending it. God is something you don't play with. You don't test him. Well, just say test him. But he means, when he says put, put me to the test, it means just do what I've said to see if I don't come through. And if I don't come through, then you have a right to gripe. But if you do what I tell you and all things work together for your good, what's the harm? Tumshi, the land which we pass through to spy it out is an exceeding good land. If Yahuwah delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it unto us, a land which flow with milk and honey. Only rebel not against Yahuwah. Neither fear ye the people of the land, mm -hmm. for they are bread for us. They bread for us. They fool. Mm -hmm. They fool. That's something they say on the streets. Mm -hmm. When you fool, you fool. That's right. I mean, we're going to eat you. Mm -hmm. You're done. You're done for. He said they're bread for us. That's right. That heart that Caleb and Yehoshua had was like no other. They had courage. They had courage. But again, when fear takes over your life, it could consume you. Yeah. We can't be afraid to do the things, and I'm talking about the things that we go through on a day-to-day -day basis. When you're having issues at your job, and you know you have to confront this issue head-on, don't be fearful. You go with the Most High God. I'm gonna tell y'all a story. I had a situation on a job a few weeks ago where I've never seen this ever. I've never even heard of this. Me and my guys are working. Nine inspectors walked in on my job. Nine of them. I've never heard of anything like that. Who's this job? Who, who, who are you? What's your company? I gave them my company name. Who hired you guys? You guys are not supposed to be on this property. This is private property. We hire the guys that come here and do this and do that. Y'all didn't go through the proper channels to be working here. 
Where's your, where, where's your permit? I said, I can go get my permit. Now, this is, this, listen, this guy, he talked, you should have seen the way he was talking to me. The way he was talking to me, as if I was a two-year-old child. But I held my composure. Like a man. And I said, if you give me 15 minutes, I'll go get the permit. I left on my way driving. I'm saying my prayers. I said, yeah, I take control of the situation. Come on now. When I got back to the job, not only that they, did they want me to do the job, but they had more work for me. They say, well, and his tone changed. His, his tone changed. Now he was the nicest guy in the world. Now y'all done heard me say multiple times now, goddamn. A lot of times we'll engage and match the energy. But if God be for you, who could be against you? The brother said he didn't engage. But instead he prayed. And not only did God change it, he added to it. Because he was rewarded for not matching the energy. Now how you like that, niggas? I'm like, what? But then my guys, you know, I got, I got, I got one guy. I love him to death. His name is Colin. Some of y'all met him. Guy in East Bridger. He said, and I see Colin walking toward the guy. I said, Colin, this is the time. I said, and I told him just like this. I need you to exercise your right to shut blankety blank blank. I said, I'm the leader of this company. Turn around. What I want you to do, go back to work. Don't say nothing. Because I know how he feels. You ain't gonna talk to my boss like this. You know? I said, no, it's taken care of. But we got back, I got back, and he's so. I'm telling you what is going on. Don't you know? It gotta be a powerful ass message, goddamn, I promise you. Because it's the truth. And when you hear a black man talk like this, it's rare that he stood his ground but declined without engaging in what took place. So nice and yeah, because you know, you guys are, are, are not registered with housing, so it's proper chance that you go, I'm like, okay, well, can you show me how to become a, a, a housing um, contractor and show me how to do, oh yeah, I can do this and, and we'll talk and, and then the most high God took care of it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, finish the job. You gotta put your trust in the most high God. Yes. Whatever it is that you're going through. Yes. The most high God got you. That's right. So if we don't trust, listen, we're here in the United States. We're the same people that were there in Egypt, in the wilderness. That's right. We are the same people. We don't know what it is to be sovereign nation. We don't even know, like I said. I said that last week. We don't know what it's like to, to have rulership over our own nation. Our potential. We are great people. Our wings didn't even spread yet. 
We have people in this room that can do amazing things, but y'all just don't know it yet. Come on. Because fear is taking over us. Come on. Time sheet. And their defense is removed from over them, and the Yahweh is with us. Fear them not. Verse, Verse 10. But all the congregation bade them stone them with stones. Stone them. Joshua and Caleb are trying to kill us. We got to get rid of these guys, man. Nah, I'm not sending my kids, my four kids, man. I, I want to see them get married. I want, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we just fearful of everything. Nah, we going to kill these dudes, man. You know, Moses, Moses, I don't know, Moses, he, why, why is he even the leader, man? Mm -hmm. He's been doing it since Egypt, man. I was good in Egypt. I mean, yeah, we had a little, we had to make the bricks from, from, from the straw, but we was good. My feet hurt in this wilderness. Mm -hmm. I want some chicken. Tired of eating manna. Can we eat something other than this? We complain about everything and everything instead of making the best out of You know, we are the people that make the best out of a bad situation. Y'all know that, right? I think we forgot that because we're so spoiled now. Yep. Our ancestors in this country alone, you gave them potato, what they did? Made potato salad. They did everything with a potato. They made healing remedies from a potato. Penicillin. They did. They made wine out of potato. They did. They made everything. We make the best out of a bad situation. So we, we don't have nothing to fear. Exactly. Death is nothing to fear. No. Nope. Because you're going to leave here. What you going to do before you leave here? Put your heart on. And wear your heart every day. <laughs> we take our heart out and we put it in the closet and we, all right, you stay there. I'm going to work now. I got to count out to everybody. All right? And then when you get home, you take your heart out. And it be on the woman. <laughs> Where's my chicken, woman? <laughs> no, why you don't wear your heart every day like that? Mm. Top sheet. With all the congregation based on them with stones, when the glory of Yehovah appeared in the tent of meeting unto all the children of Israel. Mm -hmm. And Yehovah said unto Moshe, How long will this people despise me? Mm. And how long will they not believe in me? Mm. For all the signs which I have brought among them, I will smite them with the pestilence, and destroy them, and will make of thee a great and mightier nation than they. Stop. Oof. Oof. Had Moses been a Boy, y'all frustrate the shit out of y'all leaders, goddamn. Y'all frustrate the shit out of people trying to sow positive love in your life. Y'all give them hell. For a while, But the niggas that treat you like shit, you embrace them like hell. What the... Okay, I'm done. In person that he was, Moses would be like, make him a nation out of me. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. I like that. The Mosesites. That got a good ring to it. I like this. But Moshe was not that type of person. He loved it. Mind you, God was like, I'm sick of these niggas. Let's just make a nation out of your children. Most niggas would have been like, alright, God, let's do it. Because these niggas don't deserve it. But he never put himself first. 
Never thought about it, so. He always take his neck out for the people. Nigga. People, always. he didn't want the Most High God to kill all his people. Tell she. And Moshe said unto Yahweh, When the Egyptians shall hear, for thou brought up this people and thy might from among them, they will say to the inhabitants of the land, who have heard that thou, Yehovah, are in the midst of this people, and as much as thou, Yehovah, are seen face to face, mm -hmm. and thy cloud standeth over them, and thou goest before them in a pillar of cloud by day, and in a pillar of fire by night. Now, if thou shalt kill this people as one man, then the nations which have heard the fame of thee will speak, saying, Because Yehovah was not able to bring this people into the land which he swore to them, therefore he hath slain them in the wilderness. Because that's what people were saying. That's what they were saying. But the Most High is everlasting. He's undisputed. He's the undisputed champion of the world, of the universe. And he will not go out like that. Because my name is on the line. It's my reputation. And exactly. I'm going to let these people know who I am. I'll you don't know my name, knuckle. But y'all not going to punish them. I get to punish my people. He smack us. 2,000 years into United States of America. Not into, nigga. This is our shit, goddamn. I'm telling you, ain't nothing colder than a motherfucker coming in your nation, taking your shit, and shipping your ass off. And then giving it away free to somebody else. To Brazil. Declassified. To Negroes. To Panama, to Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, wherever. I punish my people, the most I said. And I'm going to use you as a maca stick to punish them. Yeah. But they overdid it. Now look at the mercy of the most high God. We have people. What he mean by overdid it? You going to keep playing with me. I'm going to show you better than I could tell you. That's you talking about somebody? <laughs> you talking about nigga? That's the scary part. Show you the thing. That's the scary part. Niggas love testing God now, goddamn. Keep talking. Damn. Don't do nothing. You talking? Mm. Yeah, no. You don't want to hear the voice. You don't want the action. <laughs> Man. You start acting in real time. Ooh, I know I got. He stopped talking and then he started doing. <laughs> Say that one more time. He stopped talking and, and then, then he, he started, started doing. doing. You don't want him to do. You want him to talk. <laughs> Please talk to me. Keep talking. <laughs> don't start doing. If you start doing, you really mad. And he don't want to hear it. And now he stopped talking to you. Now he start doing things. I mean, know. he passed the limit of speaking to you. That's a, that's and a, he don't want to talk to you no more because he's on death is. Because because we don't listen. We don't. And so he stopped talking. Then he'll start acting. Yeah, them some ass. Okay. We'll hear from all walks of life. Them some from everywhere. You don't want? We have at least six countries in this one room. People are here from everywhere. We're waking up everywhere. The Most High God showing his mercy. He told us he's going to be merciful. And we carry on our tradition, we carry on our names, our mothers' and our fathers' names. Most of our God is merciful. Tom Sheep. 
And now I pray thee, let the power of Jehovah be great. Uh -huh. According as I have spoken, saying, Jehovah is slow to anger, and plenteous in loving kindness, Amen. forgiving iniquity and transgression, uh -huh. and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, upon the third and upon fourth the fourth generation. Yep. Harden, I pray thee, the iniquity of this people, mm. according unto the greatness of thy loving kindness, and according as thou hast forgiven this people, from Egypt this is, until now. This is the great man Moshe. He's petitioning for our lives. Mm -hmm. On his knees and his face to the ground. Yah, please don't kill these people. Well, I'm down there doing things. Moshe was different. He was a different type of person. The most high God said, I speak to him, pay, I'll pay. Pay, I'll mouth pay. To mouth. Face to face, mouth Not mouth. in dark dreams. People had visions now. in the vision of Ezekiel and the vision of Isaiah and this and that. And he fell asleep and he had a dream. And most how God didn't do that with Moses. He was and the only one. dare speak against him? We are a crazy people. Yeah, we are. And Jehovah said, I have parted according to thy word. Wow. Mm. But in very deep. According I, to his word. The Most High has so much love and respect for Moses. Okay, Moses. Oof. It's that here. The Bible stopped. That was I didn't it. how much close to death they were. Mm -mm. But we also know that the Most High God's word doesn't go out and come back void. Mm -mm. Right? Yeah, because whatever he spoke is going to come to pass. Exactly. I don't like to skip, but as much as Moses. See, that's right? the part you, we you feel think real. About it that way? Nigga. He played it that hard because that's how angry God was. <laughs> Let me tell you. Once he say he gonna do something, he do it. It come to pass. They were close to death. And, and, and there is nothing you can do to take away from it. But doing what he told you to do. That's it. Because once he's speaking, it's over. Nigga, it's a rep. Your life is signed away. And it doesn't get better. It only gets worse. The longer you prolong it, the worse it gets. The more you fight against it, the harder it becomes. Because he said his word would never return to him void. Meaning, whatever he has spoken is going to accomplish whatever it was that was spoken. Yeah. Until you do... What he told you. Mind you, these people five years down the line, nigga. They kept messing up. Hey. Please let me see the land. Let me go into the land. He asked him again. And he said, don't ask again. But mind you, he that's prophesied everything that was going to happen to their ass too. And on top of that, you still have work to do. He said, look, I'm going to give it to you. And you ain't going to listen. You're going to harden up yourself. You're going to be disobedient. And because you do, I'm going to put that smack down on your ass. That was foretold. He told, he showed Moses that he fell down to the ground. And he was disquieted for a long time after seeing everything that would happen to his people. All of it. Nigga. 
He's on the ground. It said he didn't qua- he didn't speak or eat for days because of what he saw. I mean, you think about it over the time of all the falling away and all that he would have to do to the people because they were hard headed. And then you end up with the last leg of the captivity and all that would happen during that time. He's seen it all. He did not talk, eat or anything. A couple of prophets, matter of fact, a couple of prophets saw all that and it rendered them speechless. Imagine seeing all the atrocities that your people would go through. The dogs barking and nipping at your folks' heels. The water hoses. The, the, the hanging on the tree. Mutilation? Nigga. Imagine that. Imagine your boss. Curse is a man that hangs upon a tree. Nequeva, I'm going to fire you on Wednesday, but I want you to finish this report by Tuesday. (laughs) Most of us would be like, what? The what? The blankety, 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 blank report. I'm going to tell you where to put this report, how to get it there. Right? Right. Because he didn't get to go into the promised land. Moshe said, Okay, I still have work to do. Time sheet. But in very deed as I live, and all the earth shall be filled with the glory of Yehovah. Mm -hmm. Surely all those men that have seen my glory and my signs which have wrought in Egypt and in the wilderness, yet have put me to proof these ten times, Mm. have not hearkened to my voice. Why are we always trying to try the Most High God? Try your mama. Try your daddy. Don't try God. <laughs> don't play with the Most High. He don't, there's nothing to play with. You can't see him. You can't touch him. You can't conversate with him. Don't try him. He's not your play toy. Tushy. Surely they shall not see the land which I swore to their fathers. Mm. Neither shall any of them that despise me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him, and hath followed me fully, him will I bring into the land whereunto he went, and his seed shall possess it. Now the Amalekite and the Canaanite dwell in the vale. Tomorrow turn ye and get you into the wilderness by the way to the Red Sea. And Yehovah spoke unto Moshe and unto Aaron, saying, mm-hmm. How long shall I bear this evil congregation that keep murmuring against me? Hmm. You see this? He said, Y'all not going to go on to the land. And I'm not going to get ahead, but when the Most High God puts punishment, that's it. It's final. All your Yeladim that you said would be consumed, no, you're going to be consumed. Mm. He said, but Caleb is the one that stood up first, right? Caleb said, nah, him and Yehoshua rent their clothes and was like, no, we can do this. And they were speaking amongst their peers. When you really think about it, right? Mm. When you really think about um, 
how disconnected we can be and how aloof we truly don't understand. Because everything we've come to understand about God is told to us skewed. And skewed is is distorted. And we still walk with those principles in our lives. Because we it, it's been embedded in our lives our whole life. Because we've been told that no matter what we do, God will love us. Even in our sin. When you clearly see two different gods in the New and Old Testament. Against all the other chiefs and princes of the, the other tribes. But they were the only two that had heart. It's that fear. That fear will take you over. When we leave here today, just think about all the things that you want to do that stop you. A lot of times it's money. Money stops us from doing things, right? Money stops us from doing things. Sometimes your spouse will stop you from doing things that you know is good. That fear is a monster. and it will I just talked about this a couple days ago. Take over your life. You can't be so fearful. Let me tell you something. And I hate to go back to, you know, my, my company. When I started my company, right, That's me weird. working for somebody who's charging, I found out they were charging the company $175 an hour just to have me in the building. I was getting pennies. I was already in the bottom. I have nothing else to lose. Exactly. Why not start your own company? So I'm just going to work for you 20, 25, 30 years and retire with a, sh a handshake. Man, you did great, man. Thank you for your service. I've been talking about this. With a foot in your cardio. Because that's what they give you. And hire the next person to do it. They gave you a watch, right? They gave you a watch. They used to, back in the day, give you a watch. Incentives. Some people retire, retire with a watch. Right? But we can't they let did fear back in the day. stop us from doing things. We can't. Top sheet, what, what verse we in? In the middle of 26. Twenty seven. I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they keep murmuring against me. Verse twenty eight. Say unto them, As I live, saith Jehovah, surely as ye have spoken in mine ears, so will I do to you. Mm -hmm. Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, oh. and all that were numbered of you, according to your whole number from twenty years old and upward, ye that have murmured against me, surely ye shall not come into the land. Concerning which I lifted up my hand that I would make you dwell therein, save Caleb the son of Yephune and Joshua the son of Nun. Because what you did was you planted a disease in the company. And the disease started to spread. Disease started to spread. Disease spread fast. Evil words spread faster than anything. Mm -hmm. You don't ever hear the good. Why don't you ever hear the good about people? Only the bad spreads, right? Chief Naftali Ben-Dan. Love that brother. 
And when he comes up here sometimes and he says, I know some people don't like me. And you know what I say in my mind when he says that? Who don't like him? Because all he does is speak truth. You don't like truth? No. You don't like the good food that the Torah is bringing you? There's something wrong with you. You're part of the disease. Hmm. And it spreads fast. Hmm. So that 20 years old and upward, because the Most High God said, yeah, you're an adult at that age. Yeah, you're going to fall too. Tumshi. But your little ones that you said will be afraid. Then will I bring in a day shall know the land which you have projected. Right. But as for you, your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and your children shall be wanderers in the wilderness forty years, and shall bear your bear your strength until your carcasses be consumed in the wilderness. After the number of the days in which ye spied out the land, even forty days for every day a year, shall be shall ye bear your iniquities even forty years, and ye shall know my displeasure. So mind you now, he prophesied that anybody below twenty will go into the land. Anyone past 20 would not. Only the people that fought or spoke against those that sparked the fear. Meaning, within a 40-year span, everybody that was under the age of 20 would die out. Now we know why we got 40 years in the wilderness. For the 40 days that the spies spied the land, Most High God said, okay, for every day I'm going to add a year. Mm. 40 years, an 11-day journey. 11-day journey. Took us 40 years because we went over to this place. Where were we here? I remember this rock. No, this, I never saw this rock. I saw this rock. We got to go this way. No, we got to go this way. Mm-hmm. 40 years. And what it really represents is confusion. They were wandering in confusion for 40 years. And if you really want to know if a person operates in confusion have a conversation about some truth as soon as you speak a truth they ready to attack and get mad frustrated argue get defensive man in state of confusion we see it all day, every day. And the best way to explain it is when you know in your heart something is wrong and then somebody enforces their will upon you or that there are laws passed that does not agree with you. Most people concede because they're not strong enough mentally to fight against something they know is wrong. They will concede. And that's all I see every day. But to prove my point, 
in the alphabet soup group being funded by the pedophilia crew, they just introduced a new movie. There's a new movie. That's Jared. That's the subway. Yep. And I bet you towards the end, it's going to be something that put doubt in others' minds. But mind you, the world is flooded with sin and debauchery. People are into extreme fetishes. People are engaging in bestiality. Everything to the extreme. Because they need the extremeness in order to pass the law for the pedophile. But I know y'all think I'm tripping, huh? Just keep watching. Because everything I've said so far already started coming to pass. This is the last portion of that initiative. And this is the conversation I had with the men on Friday too. Microdosing is what they're doing. See, they already understand the psychology of the human mind. They know they can't enforce it on you because they know you're going to fight against it. So they expose you to it's like a, a, a disease or kind of like how back in the day, if you wanted to kill your spouse, they would introduce small amounts of arsenic in your food. Microdosing. Not enough to raise alarm, but enough to slowly kill your ass. That's where the term comes from. But psychological is the same effect. You introduce small amounts until people get used to it. Then you introduce small amounts until they get used to it. And then... And they slowly get sick. They slowly get... There's organ Because, you know, the organs shut down. They liquefy mm-hmm. with arsenic. Yeah. You pretty much rot out the insides. And it's the worst way to die. And it doesn't show up in an autopsy. No, it doesn't. It only shows up in the hair follicles. Yes, it does. So this is what's going on. But I know everybody's on the Me Too movement. The LGBTQ. Quasi whatnot. Because you've been told what to think. And it's become normalized. In your society. But the thing about it is that we hadn't recognized. Is nobody asked you what the fuck you thought about it. Before they started impeaching and pushing these laws. And the other aspect too is, nigga, I was watching a documentary on something and they they were, um, oh no. The video we was watching about the school thing where the, the gay was talking about, it wasn't until the 40s and 50s where they started passing these laws against homosexuals. Oh. As I stated before, gay people always had fucking rights. It wasn't until... The civil rights movement, where they start passing laws, it it, it kind of make you feel like they were they had an agenda. Anyway, but remember last week, 
I think the week before last, I talked about, um, oh, no, I didn't. I deleted that video. I deleted that video. That's why. So, um, there, there was a discussion of um, Claude Anderson. And I'll look for the video and I'll attach it in. I, this time, I really, I promise I'll make sure I attach it in. He was talking about how um, they created subcategories because they understood that um, if you keep adding race, I mean, you no longer, they've had, they have more than enough races, right, in order to put, put, um, put niggas down on the bottom. So they created all of these subcategories like disabilities, gays, and all of this other stuff. Handicap. Handicap in order to further push you down the totem pole. So now you have all these subcategories and they are initiatives that they focus on in order not to continue to give you the things that you deserve to have. Always to push the black all the way down. down. Yeah. So now you have the races above you, and then now you have subcategories is another aspect of take take precedence over giving you what they need. And for example, you have um, the the president giving money to Africa, right, for slavery, but they're not dealing with the people here in this country. And mind you now, pause, pause, mind you. It wasn't until the 1800s when they started taking motherfuckers from Africa. But all of the people in Africa were actually the people that were taken to Spain and Portugal from here. And then they took them down to Africa and then they brought them back here. Yeah, but hold on though. He said giving it for slavery. But when you go to Africa and you talk to the people, they say they don't know nothing about slavery. This is true. They never heard of such a word. They never heard of the slave trade, period. Exactly. So how it's not it? even taught in Africa. They don't learn about it until they come here. Exactly. How do you give a people who know nothing reparations for a people that weren't even involved in it? So that's the funny part about it. That's the funny part about it. Right? You're giving the wrong people reparations. But nobody, none of the Africans ever hear about it until they come here. Exactly. They've never heard of it. They don't even teach it in their schools. They, they've never... Never heard of it. That's the crazy part about that shit, ain't it? Yeah, I know, niggas. I know. We can try to get through this real They're quick. Our benefits. 40 years. I know they are. <laughs> the most high God has all the time in the world. It's a particular term he used. I can't remember it right now, but it'll come to me later. But he said, I'm going to give you 40 years. Why? Because he already had that day's number. It's going to take me 40 years. It's not going to take the most high God any time. He could have just blotted them out right there. Like he did with Datan and them, right? But he said, no, I'm going to let y'all ride for 40 years. I'm going to punish you for 40 years until y'all all die out. Don't Knowing that you came close to it, but your own mouth got your ass in trouble. Because that's really what took place, right? Yeah. You know how we said, don't let your mouth... Write a check your ass can't cash. True that. Ones who did it were who? Khaled and Yehoshua. And, um, and this is the reason um, we keep the, um, the Shavuot, how we keep it. And the Shavuot. 
is is um the feast of unleavened bread. Not unleavened bread. Well, let's um, not get the, 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 um, the Feast of weeks. Surely Shabbat. this will do unto all this evil congregation. That are gathered together against me. In this wilderness they shall be consumed, and there they shall die. <laughs> and the men whom Moshe sent to spy the land, and who, who when they returned, made all the congregation to come oh, against him. Nigga, mm -hmm. I forgot to tell you. Did you not see that it said that the that the um the 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 the, the solemn feast normally starts around August? Yeah. Yeah, I seen that. I seen that the other day when I was sending you um the 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 pictures of those of the the stuff that they, that the um people were saying that they noticed that the natives kept the feast days and it was a particular feast that actually started in August. But but people keep it here in September the feast of the the last the beginning of the uh the fall feasts. Um that's the feast of trumpets and the feast of um the tabernacle right? is the last one but this this is the feast of um trumpets and the the feast of um a day of atonement and a feast of trumpets mm. started in august so that means that the calendar system the way it was set at the time but i i can't say because yeah because they edit once yeah but I, i'm gonna have to go look at the, the mayan calendar because that would probably be the one that we would have to use in order to understand the, the cycle and how it worked within our calendar it's system. The system is simple. Yeah, yeah, but but you know it's based on on the, the time period and the calendar system that we have now. It might give us exactly what we need to understand um, those feasts. And they stuck to the circle point. Yeah, because remember they changed it. They changed the the. Um, the the calendar system itself in the 1800s they started the new year I've in the calendar for years and i've never understood yeah technically the new year would be spring for us yeah. but they pushed it to winter so i'm, I'm saying that it, it could be no, sense. no but i'm saying it's something we can look at to kind of figure out our calendar system here in the americas i don't understand how winter is the beginning uh, anything. By bringing up an evil report against the land, even those men that did bring up an evil report of the land died by the plague before your hope. Died by the plague. So they died by sicknesses. Those men. Damn. Wow. They didn't die an ordinary death. I said, just said that. Like I said, you're going to die by a disease. Wow. What's the word for plague? What's the word for plague in Hebrew? Negaf. Negaf. N-E-G. E-F. Negoth. Ain't there a bunch of negas running around here today? <laughs> That's the sign for play? Yeah. N-E-G-E-F. Negoth. It's the sign for plague. Really? <laughs> right? In Hebrew. It's a plague. N-E-G-U-S. Negas is king. Remember how words are synonymous, but then there's certain letters that change its meaning. I thought it was royal. <laughs> Negas and Negaf. This one has an F on the end. The other one is U.S. on the end. The Negas. Is, the is negative. Yes. Oh, yeah, nigga. Oh, yeah. 
to be a nigga. Which is probably where the settlers was coming from. Wow. And the understanding of N-E-G-E-F, negaf, is a plague or something. And then you have N-A-G-U-S, negas, which is a king. Or as some people call the Nagamadi. N A G E F Negaf. Yeah, though. Come on, though. Seriously. Learn some shit. What Joshua, the son of Nun, and Kyle, the son of Yafune, remained alive of those men that went to spy out the land. <laughs> and Moshe told these That's words unto all the children of Israel. And the people That's mourned. That's you get the thing and be like, which one are you? early in the morning and got them up to the top of the mountain saying, Lord, we are here. We here. We gonna go. Listen, Moses, man. Please. We gonna go. We ready. We ready to fight. We'll Nigga, it's too late now, goddamn. Come on, don't even set your life. Place which you all have promised, but we have sinned. We have sinned. Oh, shit, we gonna uh, die now. You ever heard of too little, too late? Yeah. Too little, too late. You can't play those games with God. You could play that game with me, cause I might say, "Alright, man, your faith okay. has been sealed. Go it's no thing. going back, man. Mm-mm. There's right? no bleeding. You're done you can't with play that. Those games with God. It's too late. The decree has gone into the universe. It's too late for bleeding now. Tom Sheet. And Moshe said, "Wherefore now do you transgress the commandment of Yahweh, seeing it shall not prosper? Go not up, for Yahweh is not among you. It shall not prosper. Don't go." He said, don't go. God is not with you. He was with you yesterday. But today he's not with you. Don't go. Don't you do it. Oh, God. That you be not smitten down before your enemies. For there the Amalekite and the Canaanite are before you. And you shall fall by the sword. For as much as you are turned back from following Jehovah, and Jehovah will not be with you. Mm-hmm. But they presumed to go up to the top of the mountain. Nevertheless, the ark of the covenant of Yahweh and Moshe departed not out of the camp. Because we're going to show God that we're ready. We're ready to go and forgive us. Let's go. And it said, they went. The ark of the covenant of Yahweh and Moshe departed anyway. not out of the camp. I mean, the ark wasn't with him, so that was up. a problem. Yah's not with you. Nigga! <sighs> Pause. Pause. They had the ark with their ass. The ark was here. The ark was here. In the Americas, nigga. It was here. They knew it. Nigga. I forgot to tell you. Did I send you that? I swear to God, I thought I sent it to you. No, you probably just ain't read it. I sent you some shit. You might want to go look. I think I would have seen that. The ark of the covenant. Top shit. And the Amalekite and the Canaanite you. who dwelt in that hill country came down and smote them and they, beat them down. They even know it or they found Baltimore it. They knew it. Utter destruction. They knew it was here the whole time. Mm-hmm. And they lied to them. Skin feeling dry? They might so got, got it now, nigga, goddamn. They might got it now. Silly. Because God said, go up and get, the, and get this land. No, we don't want to go up. We fearful. But then God said, well, if you don't go up, I'm going to kill you. All right, we're going to go up and go, we're going to go. It was already too late. When the Most High said, go, I gave you the land. How many times have we read this? I gave you the land. He said, I already gave it to you. All you got to do, I don't care if you go in there blind with a blindfold on. He gave you the land. All you got to do is be there. 
Just go in there and start swinging your sword crazy. He said he gave you the land. We don't know how to follow simple instruction. Tom she. Chapter 15, hallelujah. We don't know how to follow simple instruction. Yahweh spoke unto Moshe, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, we are, When ye are coming to the land of your habitations, which I give unto you, and will make an offering by fire unto Yahweh, a burnt offering or a sacrifice, in fulfillment of a vow clearly uttered, or as a free will offering, or in your appointed seasons, to make a sweet savor unto Yahweh of the herd or of the flock. Then shall he that bringeth his offering present unto Yahweh a meal offering of a tenth, part of an effort of fine flour mingled with the fourth part of a hen of oil, and wine for the drink offering. The fourth part of a hen shalt thou prepare with the burnt offering, or for the sacrifice of for each lamb, or for a ram. Thou shalt prepare for a meal offering two tenth parts of an effort of fine flour mingled with the third part of a hen of oil. Okay, now, if you don't understand what all of this means, this is just the instructions on how you're supposed to bring your offering, what you're supposed to bring. We don't know what the third part of a hen offering is. We don't. We have never dealt with any of those things. Um, because we're here in this land. But the most our God will restore all of our knowledge to understand all of this stuff. He does. When, when most high says, okay, this is what you He want. said he'll restore your knowledge. And you wonder why I be seeing shit. And I be, and I be talking about some of the stuff that God shows me. And I don't like have the proof. And then finally, when I finally get it. He said he will restore our knowledge of our, our culture and our heritage. That's why a lot of times we sit down and we be talking about this stuff. It it, it settles with your spirit, man. It, 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 it connects with you. The thing is, is that we just reject it. But a lot of people I have conversations with about this stuff. It connects with their mind, but it's hard for them to let Jesus go. Goddamn. You know, it's going to be instilled in us. We're going to understand this and we're going to have direction and the Levites that will be set up to, you know, let the people know, hey, this is what God commands and this is everything. Time sheet. And for the drink offering, thou shalt present the third part of a hint of wine and of a sweet savor unto your Lord. And when thou preparest a bazaar for a burnt offering or for a sacrifice and fulfillment of a vow clearly uttered or for peace offerings unto your Lord. Then shall they be presented with the bullock of a meal offering of three ten parts of an effort of fine flour, mingled with half a hint of oil. And thou shalt present for the drink offering half a hint of wine, for an offering made by fire of a sweet savor unto you all. Thus shall it be done for each bullock, or for each ram, or for each of the he lambs of the all of the kids, according to the number that you may prepare. So shall you do for everyone according to their number. You know, and when we read these things, a lot of people... And put the other one back in there. Um... There's if one in we that were bag performing right these things in this day and time, people would be like, oh, it's animal cruelty. Those people are doing voodoo. He snapped the neck of the bird and he started sprinkling the blood and they would think we were nuts. But this is what God said to do. Tamshi. All that are homeborn shall do these things after this man. And present no offering made by fire the sweet savor unto your home. And if a stranger sojourn with you, or whosoever may be among you, throughout your generations, and will offer an offering made by fire, but sweet save unto Jehovah, as ye do, so he shall do. As for the congregation, there shall be one statue, both for you, uh -huh. and for the stranger that sojourn with you, one a statue forever throughout your generations. As ye are, so shall the stranger be before Jehovah. One See, he said, even the stranger that come into the land has to follow and keep. Remember, I read earlier that they did what? They said the only people they sacrificed was what? Anybody that tried to come in and do what? Take their land or do what? 
change their birthright. You can come on in. But as soon as you start doing some shit you ain't supposed to, you got to go. I told you that. They didn't go out trying to get people to believe what they believe. They stayed in their place, mind their own business, and anything you tried to change, you was getting out of there. Lord, one order that shall be both be both for you and for the strangers that should join the with you. Right. Um. There are a lot of things that we cannot do in this this place that we live. In the lands of our captivity. This ain't the captivity, nigga. But the things that we can do, we should be practicing. We just had Shavuot a few weeks ago. We understand that we can't bring offerings in this land. But we bring a memorial. We all bake our breads. We do the best that we can to show that the most show the most high that hey we're trying. When it's time for us to come into the land, we're going to be ready to perform the things that we need to do. We do what we can do. We're just not going to say, oh, we can't do nothing. So what you doing this for? We have to prepare ourselves to get up out of this place and stop making excuses for everything that we can't do. Tom Shea. And Yehovah spoke unto Moshe, saying, speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, when you come into the land which I bring you, then it shall be that when you eat of the bread of the land, you shall set apart a portion for a gift unto your home. Mm -hmm. Of the first of your dough, you shall set apart a cake for a gift. Is as God going to eat the cake? Of course not. Tamshi. As that which is set apart of the threshing floor, so shall you set it apart. Of the first of your dough, you shall give unto your home a portion for a gift throughout your generation. Right. When he shall err and not observe so during the feast of weeks, which Yahweh has spoken unto Moshe, even all that Yahweh have commanded you by the hand of Moshe, from the day that Yahweh gave command, and all which you are your generation, you do. then it shall be. If it be done in error by the congregation, it? it being hid from their eyes, that all the congregation shall offer one bullock, so you got one young bullock, one burnt offering. First, we save unto Yahweh with the meal offering thereof and the drink offering thereof, according to the ordinance, and one he go put sin offering. Because there's a difference between presumptuous sin and sin by um strong hand, right? So it's like okay, you you wanted to commit this sin, but if you didn't know you were making committing a sin is different you know the lofty the high and the lofty I'm gonna kill this man that's that's different but you sin with, with error you didn't know that you were sinning but once it comes once it's made known to you this is what you need to do time sheet and the priest shall make atonement for all the congregation of the children of Israel and it shall be forgiven for it was an error and they have brought their offering and offering made by fire to Yahuwah. And they sin offering before Yahuwah for their error. And before the priest makes an um, offering for the congregation, what does the priest have to do? Make he one had to one for himself. Because he, he has had to, to be purify right before himself. the Most High God before he can clear the congregation. And all the congregation of the children of Israel shall be forgiven. Mm -hmm. And the strangers that should journey from among them, for in respect of all the people, it was done in error. Right. And if one Notice it said for the respect of all the people. It was done out of respect. Since sin through error, then he shall offer a she go of the first year for a sin offering. 
and the priest shall make atonement for the soul of that earth when he sitteth through error before Yahweh to make atonement for him, and he shall be forgiven. And it's very important to look at the type of animals. You have he goats, you have she goats. So we were in a people that we, we always had animals because we had to. It was part of our culture. We had offerings. We had different things that we did on the, on the Shabbat. There was always offerings on Shabbat every week, right? Our holy days, when people sinned, when you did this, when women were coming back from their nida, they had different offerings, so we had to have these things set up. So when we get back to who we are, I know right now... I, I, I really want to um, iterate this that most people fail to realize because our minds have been sullied by the captors and... And what I mean by this is the offerings that we made have been sullied because of voodoo. And voodoo is a modern religion. It can only be traced back as far as the 1800s. Remember I kept telling you that the 1800s, nigga, they was just, it's it is, is like, there is like a, a, um, a propaganda campaign. And if a lot of people also look into a lot of things that they said that the natives did actually was another propaganda campaign of smearing in order to justify and taking our land. Because remember, Christianity took over the whole earth. And the, the, um, what the hell is the thing called? I was trying to remember what it's called. The um the papal bowl. Um uh shit, did it come to me a little bit? Um the 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 Pope's edict that anybody who wasn't a Christian was considered a heretic and they didn't have rights to their land. Yeah. And mind you, there are slave codes that states that no Negro or Native American could have a Christian um, servant. It was a law passed. So you would, it would make you think that any slave or person who was not a Christian, if they converted to Christianity, then they would no longer be what? Slaves. It's the skewed mindset of the people. Yeah, so when you start looking at a lot of these, these codes that they started producing during that time, it was often twist in order to get people to accept Christianity. I mean, do you got a trick? I mean, if, if you the mouthpiece of God, mind you now, goddamn, you got to trick people into the believing your religion? Come on here now. Y'all, like, like there are aspects. People fail to realize the, the founding of Christianity and all of the, the, the turmoil it brought. But Daniel chapter 7 gives you a full understanding of that religion conquering the whole earth. In the name of peace. And bringing a sword everywhere it, it went. And not only did they conquer in the name of peace and bring a sword. But they also mingled characteristics of mingling is a is is really important to understand what they were talking about just saying we 
Most of us were, were born here. Unless you come from an island and you are familiar with dealing with animals and goats and sheep and stuff like that. And none of us we have to get them. back into that. We got to put our hands in the soil. Right. We were agricultural people. You got to get that green thumb again. I want to do... Because all of it had to play in our healing process. We didn't eat prepackaged stuff. That's why I asked be sick now, goddamn. Because they put chemicals in order to preserve the foods. If you if you are around my age, my stepdad, my whole life, my, my dad had a garden in his backyard. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I grew up with some with, with with fresh fruits and vegetables all in. He always had stuff. Everything he did cook was fresh. We didn't get sick, nigga. We supposed to eat from the land. And if we ate what what our ancestors ate, a lot of us would be in a better space. I know we got to start small. If you live in a building, get you a, a little plant. Plant some parsley or, or mint or something. But that's what we have to learn again. Uh, unless you want to keep eating the stuff on the back of the loaf of bread that you can't even read and spell and don't know what it is. A hundred ingredients for this one piece of bread? I don't even understand it. So we have to grow our stuff and, and learn how to be the people that we were. And there's something behind it, truly, right? Like that. that that um we're done this way up. Um pause. But the soul that do abort with the high hand, whether he right. be old boy and stranger, the same blasphemy of Jehovah, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Because he hath despised the word of Jehovah, and hath broken his commandment, that soul shall utterly be cut off, his iniquity shall be upon him. Right. So that's a high hand. Mind you now, notice it said if you didn't keep what was going on in the land or follow the rules of instruction, you would be cut off. And there was a particular place within this, the, um, the, the gates where the people who were cut off lived. And they were considered to be shunned in essence. Yeah. And it was it was a shameful thing to be cut off. Mind you. We are all inclusive ass niggas today. But no matter what bullshit go on, we accept all kinds of stuff. Just going back to half of the things I said earlier. That that policy is shaped without your consent, right? And people are speaking for you without your consent. He said, you're gonna be cut off. We don't know what cut off is. No, we don't. Cut off could mean death. Cut off the most high God could take your mind. Exactly. You ever seen somebody with their mind just go? Yeah. Yesterday they was cool, but now today they they think they're the, the mayor of New York City. I had a guy tell me, yo, I got two limos coming, yo. 
and Diddy's gonna be there too, man. Because you know what I'm saying, yo, well, yeah, and I'm rich. I got, I got what? I got millions in the bank. And then two minutes later, you know what he said to me? He said, yo, let me hold twenty dollars. It's a thin line between sanity and insanity. So we don't really know what cutoff could be. Cutoff could be anything. Cutoff could be you saying, you know what? I don't mess with Israelites, man, because they they just be phony. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to deal with it. That's why I don't go out nowhere. So what you do? Nothing. Oh, okay. Enjoy. Enjoy doing your nothing. Because that's you cutting yourself off. The Most High God just cuts you off. Because you don't want to involve yourself in the struggle. This is, this is a real thing. Yep. So being cut off, we don't know what it, it could be in many things. Top sheet. And while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man gathering sticks upon the shop by day. What? Ah, oh, shit now, goddamn. Hmm? You know Jesus did that now. Gathering sticks? Gathering sticks? What could he be gathering sticks for? Is he going to start a fire? Was he gathering the sticks for the part, the Mesiba Akhre Shabbat? Mesiba's party. What's the purpose of you gathering sticks? What's the purpose of you going to work on Shabbat? Mm -hmm. What's the purpose of you getting on your laptop and buying your ticket for Jamaica mm -hmm. on Shabbat? What's the purpose of you? There's so many things that we can say that we can equate to this. He was gathering sticks for what person? I don't know. But Violation of the Shabbat. Gathering sticks is not something that you're supposed to do. No. I know niggas say it. I make sure I take in Sunday in the Shabbat Sunday. It ain't even on Saturday either, goddamn. That you're supposed to do. Top sheet. And they that found him gathering sticks bore him unto Moshe and Aaron and unto all the congregation. And they put him in war because it had not been declared what should be done to him. They didn't know what to do with him. So what they do? Put him in jail. They put him in ward. <laughs> in ward. Tamshi. And Yahweh said unto Moshe, Violation. The man shall surely be put to death. All the congregation shall stone him with stones without the camp. And all the congregation bore him without the camp and stoned him with stones. And he died as Jehovah commanded motion. And they say the congregation bought him. Uh -huh. All the people. Everybody. You little children, you watch this too. Those who don't like blood, you make sure your eyes is on him. Everybody's going to watch this. So that they hear and fear and do no such thing. Right? Tamshi. Speak unto the children of Israel and bid them that they make them throughout their generations fringes on the corner of their garments, and that they put with the fringe of each corner a thread of blue. And it shall be unto you for a fringe that you may look upon. Hold on. You missed the part. You missed the part where it said the Zizi has to be white. Negative. Huh? It's not there. It's not there? The Zizi has to be black. This is confusing. So you mean to tell me 
It doesn't say it has to be white. It just I says just it just needs to be a blue. So long as it has that cord of blue, I'm okay. It's a cord. A string Ooh, of blue. The four yeah. on four corners. So I could have blue ZZ with a blue strand. I could have a black ZZ with a blue strand. I could have a white ZZ with a blue strand. Pink with a blue strand. Purple with a blue strand. The color really was like a tyranium purplish blue color. This is news What to we me. call royal blue today. So if I wanted to make... You know, because our brethren that come from Jamaica, if he want to put the Jamaican colors with a blue strand, he can do that? Amazing. What about the white without the blue strand? Is that? No, you can't do that. You, whatever you do, you make sure you have that blue string on there. The cord is wrapping around. It signifies everything being pulled together. On one accord. What? You know, God said, my, my law is not so far that you got to go up in the skies or go into the sea. To no. kill it, they try to tell us it comes from a fish. And you can only get to, to kill it from a fish. God never said that. I didn't read that. It's not that. there. Why do I have, what if I can't swim? The fish are evading me. How am I supposed to get this to kill it? Let's, come on, let's be smart here. Wait, what? They use that as a term to say that nobody can do it, so it's white, and therefore you can't color it. But, I mean, he give us colors and dyes and all aspect in life, so he just said it has to be blue. Didn't tell you where it had to come from. Put you, get you some blue string. Three colors. You can go to Michael's. You can go to any fabric store, get you some strands. Make sure you have four corners. Four corners of, on a garment. The Most High God never said to put Zizi all around the border. He never said that. He didn't. He said four corners. Right? So you got one, two, three, and four. Okay? Is that... We understand this? Let's read. And it shall be unto you for a fringe. <laughs> That you may look upon it and, and remember, remember all the commandments of Yahuwah and do them. That's the only. They also talk about the pouch we had the herbs in it. Why they had those pouches on their side like the Native Americans normally carry. Oh yeah, they break that down and all that stuff. It's, a, it's, it's some break. Herbs? Everything about the culture seriously is broke down in a couple of books. And... It was Purpose. herbs in there in case somebody gets sick or whatever. They came whatever on them readily. Them. I had a lady in the building, and it's to show you that people are watching you. I lost. All right, this is far enough. Um, yeah, go back and probably taper this down, but most likely not. But listen, the end of the story is this. We're commanded to operate in a particular manner. We have to learn that at the end of the day, we're tied to this thing. And there's no way of getting free of it. So either we could keep the traditions or not. There'd be consequences for not keeping the traditions. But it it went to show you how strict they were. And I read earlier, right, at after Babylon, the people didn't play around no more. They kept the stuff religiously, and there's plenty of um, writings showing that they did. They didn't mess up anymore. 
But that last captivity was prophesied and it had to come to pass. Because remember, God's word said he would never return void. He said they would be comfortable living good when that last captivity took place. It was when they least expected it. But mind you, all of the natives knew the white man was coming. And when they got there, they knew that prophecy was being fulfilled. I'm going to say it again. They knew when they came on this land that they were coming. Because there's plenty of reports of saying it. That there was a prophecy about the white man coming back. Just saying. Anyway, I'm sorry I kept y'all on today. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. But I just thought this was um, a powerful uh, lesson because fear keeps us from the best things in life. And, and it will cause us to miss out on the things that, that God has for us. And the, it's so important to um, stand firm and trust him. In everything. I, I understand sometimes things are are a little difficult to want to take on. But if you know your God, like I know mine, that's all that matters. And it took me five years to see shit. I take that back. Because it was 2009 where I was told that I would come into this thing. So imagine, that's almost 20 years. To come into this place in this time. So if I got to step into it by myself, then I will. I don't want to. But I will do it. In order for it to come to pass, I've waited long enough. All right, y'all. Much love and respect to you. Shalom, salam, shalom, whichever one you choose. Peace and love. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Also, don't forget, if nobody told you I love you today, know that I love you. Know that you're special and you're set-apart people. Set-apart to speak a truth to the nations, to be an example of holiness Every day. Let your light shine. Because you're fucking awesome. Much love and respect. I don't like when I was a ZZ. But this lady came and she put it in a nice pretty box and it had a bow on it. She said, you, you dropped this and I know that you're the only person that wears these and I said, I opened the box and my Zeke was, was laying it nice and clean. I was like, wow, amazing. I was like, thank you. She's like, yeah, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I could touch it or not. People respect you. This was a white woman. I said, thank you. People know if you drop a ZC in your neighborhood, they going to come and bring it back to you. Yo, because I always see this brother, that sister with the, with them strings. Them sh Let me tell you what's really funny about that, too. 
I went back to covering my head again. And I recall going to work one day, my second job, and one of the guys at the job was like, um, I'm going to take that thing off your head. I want to see what your hair look like. And I said, excuse me? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I want to see what's under there. You keep coming to work with the, your hair covered up. I want to know what, what your hair look like under there. And I told him, I said, I wear my hair covered because it's a sign of respect. And only man that's supposed to see my hair uncovered is my, my husband. So, no. And then he said, oh, 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 wow. Even at my, my regular job, all of them, some know without even asking. A lot of them ask, what is it about? But we cover our hair to protect your man. It's also a symbol that we have between our God and ourselves. The men also cover their head. You understand it? When they see you keeping a, pr a principle and standing in that, even though they might not understand it, they respect it. It's really what set apart really means. When you make it your business to be able to hold that principle and then you stand in it, it causes people to come in and know that there's a level of respect that they have for you knowing that you hold these principles. It takes a lot of strength to stand outside of what the norm is. Some people aren't strong enough to do it. So as everybody's preparing for the holiday this weekend, I'm not. And it's funny because most people look at it as if it's something sad to them. Especially when you don't keep the holidays. Oh, you don't. I'm telling you, it takes a strong mind to keep our traditions. It's not for the weak at heart. Especially living in this, this nation of followers and doers. And they got them strings on. Yeah. Me and my brother Yosef. Yosef, y'all know him as Gabai. Gabai Yosef at Bay Shalom. We were in Flatbush hanging out. And I was down the block, but some dudes rolled up on him. And they was talking aggressive. So I seen it and I started, you know, moving fast towards the situation. And I got there and my ZC was flinging. He said, oh, yo, we didn't know y'all was Israelites. It's funny, huh? Oh, that's some heavy shit, right? When the niggas in the communities respect their ass. Right? There's a certain level of respect 
ability that the, that the brothers have in New York. And, and, and all the princey poor sons and, and the brothers from Shammai. Because they was holding it down. They wore their culture and they had their tzitzit. The dude looked so scared when he saw my tzitzit. Like, oh man, I just stepped in some Zoa. He said, Yoshi had it on his tzitzit. He just couldn't see them. But my tzitzits were flying all across the world. He's like, oh, yo, my bad. I didn't know y'all was Israelites. So when we represent, people are watching. It'll get you out of trouble. Unless you're doing stupidness and you have ZT on, because it could have went the other way. They could have been like, oh, y'all them Israelites? Uh-oh, now we got trouble. But it didn't go there. But now, nigga, everybody doing this shit, and they doing it, and they bringing shame to the name, goddamn. I mean, I be having people all in my inbox saying weird shit, and I'm looking, I'm like, oh, shit, the niggas, the niggas, the niggas know. The niggas, the niggas, the niggas bringing shame. Man, yeah, I just had to put that in there. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm done this time. I promise. <laughs>